Greetings again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of OSI Today, the podcast featuring news and views from around the Office of Special Investigations. I'm Wayne Amon from OSI Public Affairs, and in this edition, we continue our special series within OSI Today called My OSI Journey, which showcases the diversity and inclusion of our command-wide members. And today, I'm very pleased to be joined by Special Agent Giselle Gilbert, the Superintendent at the OSI Phoenix, Arizona Field Office. Giselle, thank you so much for uh, being with us today. It's great to have you. Oh, my pleasure! Thanks for having me. <laughs> didn't mean to didn't mean to to, to startle you there at the beginning, <laughs> but uh, no, it's great to have you with us. It's great to have you with us. And being out there in Arizona, we were talking off mic before. Uh, uh, the weather in the desert, uh, at least on this day, is uh, a little bit on the cloudy side, a little bit on the cool side. You said it is. Yes, it is. And then next week. Is- be like in the 90s so you know wow. you don't know what you're gonna get just like a box of chocolates i, I guess yeah <laughs> there you go very very good now let's uh let's get right into it shall we uh now giselle before you uh went into osi you began your uh military career uh actually in the uh from what your bio says in the communications career field is that correct Yes, that's correct. I started off uh, as admin in the comm squadron. Then about five years after doing some admin, I moved on to the computer side, comm focal point. And then I realized like, yeah, this is probably not, you know, one of my strongest (laughs) (laughs) suits. So let's. So you're saying you're 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 not not that into the high, you're not into the high tech type of stuff. I am not. I thought I was. You know, you try to uh, learn because technology is taken over. But um, but yeah, it, so here I am in OSI doing bigger and better things. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Upward and outward, as they say. Now, uh, there you go. getting getting into your uh, days uh, with uh, the Office of Special Investigations, when and how did you become interested in law enforcement and subsequently in OSI? So I have a funny story. My husband, he is active duty as well, uh, Chief Messer and Andy Gilbert. Um, We were stationed at Yokota in Japan, and he he was gym buddies with the special agent and a couple of the agents over um, at Yokota in Japan. And they they recruited him, said, hey, you know, come on over. You know, it's a great team. You'll you'll do well at being an OSI agent. Come on over and talk to us. So with that, the spouse interview so I I tag along and then my husband's like well you know I don't think this is the the job for me I want to wear my uniform and my stripes proudly so that I can you know take care of my airmen and then they look at me and they're like well what about you and I'm like let's do it (laughs) (laughs) so uh here I am right almost 10 years later uh as an OSI special agent and it's been the best decisions, you know, of, of my career. Uh-huh. What, uh, Giselle, what specifically uh, did they mention to you at that time that uh, kind of convinced you that OSI would be the way for you to go? A couple things, you know, of course, the, the investigative portion, you know, we're here to help, you know, maintain the integrity of the Air Force. So that was something I was interested in. And, you know, just being a part of OSI, you're your passion for getting justice just grows. Uh-huh. And I said, you know what? I, I think I can do this. I, I enjoy helping people. Um, I enjoy getting to the bottom of things. So uh-huh. so let's see how it goes. Then once I got accepted, I'm like, oh, crap. 
Now I've got to go to the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center. What did I get myself into, right? Um, and then, you know, we always doubt ourselves. Like, can we do it? Um, and I, I did it. And I did it well. So, so yeah, yeah it, it's just kind of a funny story. And I had, I had a couple of friends who were OSI agents and, you know, I heard some of their stories. So uh-huh. w- with that, and then, you know, my husband's <laughs> interview, it kind of said, you know what, I, I think I can. And I think I will enjoy being a part of the OSI team and family. Wow. Very interesting. Just uh, to say the least. Now uh, uh, you mentioned you began obviously at Fletzy uh, down at Glencoe, Georgia to uh, 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 get minted as a uh, special agent. Uh, was that all you expected it to be when you uh, first got into the career field? It was. Uh, so of course, Fletzy, you, you never know what, what you're going to get. You know, you try to look up, okay, how do I be a special agent? How do I, how do I law enforcement? Right. And there's never a right answer. You kind of just have to learn and, you know, Fletzy helped, you know, it's kind of a crawl, walk, run. Uh So as I got into the curriculum, I felt more confident. It's like, okay, do your job. So, um, (laughs) that, that, uh, eased my mind a bit. And then once I, I graduated from federal law enforcement training center, I went on to Little Rock Air Force Base um, in Arkansas, uh-huh. and there, there was an amazing team there. I'm like, these are these are rock stars. Like, I want to be like them when I grow up. You know, they <laughs> they, they were running their cases. You know, yeah, um, yeah, doing their interviews and just just you know doing the best they can. And I said, okay, this is this is something you know I I, I can do. Yeah, it so, kind yeah. of sounds, it kind of sounds <laughs> like you were you were learning by doing. Would that be a pretty fair uh, statement to, to make? Yeah, absolutely. I learned by doing, right? That I OJT. <laughs> that <laughs> you can't, you can't go wrong with OJT, that's for sure. Uh, now, Giselle, were there any challenges that you faced once the, you uh, became a member of OSI? And if there were challenges, uh, how did you uh, overcome them? So I would I would say challenges loosely, right? So I'm active duty Air Force. Um, I'm in the military. So that alone is a challenge. You know, I'm, I'm African-American with a Hispanic descent. So uh-huh. usually I'm the only either African-American woman or woman in the room, you know, amongst, let's say, 20, 30 people in a yeah. unit or flight. Yeah. So, so, you know, looking on the leadership walls, I'm like, oh, there's really not many people who look like me out here, mm-hmm. you know. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, as we grow um, as an Air Force and as an organization, um, I'm realizing that we are focusing more on diversity and inclusion. So that right. cultural challenge, you know, lessens, right? Because oh, sure. Sure. now I'm seeing women, you know, doing big things and uh, it's it's just great. So it was, it was yeah. kind of a, a, a I say culture shock or a cultural challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just being female in law enforcement and in the military. Right. So it was kind uh, of a kind of a double whammy. Sure, sure. Uh, now we're going to get into uh, uh, D&I a little bit uh, later in uh, our session here. Um, but next up, uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, what or who inspires you to do your best as an OSI special agent? Uh, you know, how do you how do you excel and what makes what drives you to excel, would you say? Well, what drove me to excel in life and, you know, in the military and in OSI was just wanted to make a name for myself, you know, uh-huh. uh, finding, finding my why, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. My, my family, obviously, they're, they're the number one why, you know, I do this for them. Um, 
I've had a unique upbringing. I wasn't raised by my parents. So oh. I, I learned, you know, from, from my aunts and uncles and my cousins and, you know, my grandparents, mm-hmm. you know, different things. Again, yeah. touching on that, you know. Now, now was that back in Brooklyn? Where, was that back in Brooklyn, uh, Giselle, where you uh, uh It was. Oh, okay. It was in Brooklyn. Okay. I lived in Brooklyn, uh, New York, Texas, uh, some time in Oklahoma and Florida. So I, I have to round a bit, you know, yeah. they say, you know, the, the, the word, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. Well, uh-huh. I have a really, really strong village. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Well, it sounds like, uh, uh, the, you know, you, you mentioned, uh, you came from an upbringing of not the typical nuclear family, but, uh, it seems right. like, uh, you, you learned, uh, how to adapt and overcome, uh, within that type of an environment. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh, what uh, is the most gratifying part of your job with OSI? Or are there uh, more than one thing that uh, uh, are, are very gratifying, uh, you know, as you uh, progress in your OSI career? Uh, I would say the people, right? I'm a, I'm a people person. Um, and I always, when I talk to my peers or my family, I say, yeah, my OSI family, you know, um, mm-hmm. and where OSI constantly puts you in an environment that, you know, fosters teamwork and trust, you know, we all have to get the mission done as a collective, like, yeah, you might be the case agent for that case, but you all, mm-hmm. you always have a partner and you'll always have a team, you know, to lean on when, you know, you need backup. Right. So, right. so right. it's, it's definitely the people of the organization that, that is really gratifying. I've met some lifelong friends and family mm-hmm. in OSI. And I, and I would imagine as you progress through the ranks, uh, now you've made the, you know, superintendent uh, in your current, uh, uh, current position that, uh, uh, I guess airmen of all, uh, uh, ages and, 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 uh, backgrounds have, uh, kind of, is it safe to say kind of molded you to where you are today? Oh, yes. Absolutely. You learn, you know, you get bits and pieces for your toolbox from each assignment, from each encounter, from each project. Uh-huh. So that, that definitely, uh, molded me into the person I am today. Right. Now, Giselle, if you could do it all over again, and I realize hindsight is always twenty twenty, as they say, <laughs> uh, is, is there anything you would change about your OSI career uh, up to this point, or would you do it exactly the way you've done it? I would, I would say I would have done it a lot sooner. So I, tr- I cross-trained into OSI right at about my, my 10 year mark, right. In my mm-hmm. air force career. Right. So I, I, I wish I would have started earlier. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Um, so, and, and, and if you were have started earlier, uh, would that have given you a little bit more of a, would you say, uh, in your own mind, kind of a, a head start into, uh, what you want to do in OSI? I think so. Yes. Because once you, you know, progress in ranks, you know, the, the opportunities kind of dwindle down because they, push you to be a leader, you know, and yeah, to lead yeah. and, uh, you know, be what the air force <laughs> is right, promoting you right. to be. Right. Right. Um, but so, yes, yes. It would have, you, be, you uh, become more of a leader, more of a mentor for the younger troops and so on and so forth. Yeah. I think we've, uh, okay. anybody who's been in the, you know, wear the uniform, uh, they've, they've been there and done that. I would, I would imagine. Right. Exactly. Now, what direction do you envision, OSI going into in, in the future, you know, looking at kind of the big picture of OSI now that uh, uh, you've been with the organization for uh, a few years. Uh, so I, I'm, I would say, so our Air Force 
has, again, going back to diversity, um, we are now led by great Air Force leaders, such as Chief Master on the Air Force Wright, mm -hmm. um, previously in our current Chief Master on the Air Force Bass, right. um, our Chief of Staff, uh, General Brown, um, you know, I think sure. OSI will follow suit, right? We have our first female command chief. I believe she's the first. Um, don't quote me on that, but the first that I've seen in, you know, almost 10 years. Of, oh, chief, of oh chief, chief Burn, chief Burn chief Flint? Burn. Yes. Yeah, she actually, actually, Burn actually she's number two. Actually, she is number oh, two. Oh, she is number two. Yeah, she is number two. Okay. Um, but, uh, and, uh, and she's going to be retiring soon, you know, a little plug Correct. for our command chief there. Um, <laughs> but, but you're right. She's, uh, she's been quite a trailblazer. And I think, uh, right. the, she appears to be a good role model for other uh, females within the organization. Absolutely. So she's the first female command chief in my OSI career, I guess right. I should say. Right. Um, you know, the ones prior to that were, were male. So seeing her and, you know, she's, she's rocking it. I enjoy like listening to her talk and sharing her experiences. And I'm like, that's 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 where we need to be we need uh -huh. to have more women you know uh making decisions and leading um mm -hmm. just in the forefront sure sure now that leads me uh nicely into my next question uh about diversity and inclusion uh in your view giselle uh how foundational must it be for OSI to really succeed from this point forward? Uh, and, and in judging by what you've said so far, it seems like DNI is going to be very instrumental in uh, uh, the progression of the command. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, our different upbringings, our backgrounds, different cultures, you know, we use those experiences to, to relate to others. Um, I once heard a saying, I'm not sure who it's from. Um, so it's not my saying, but um, <laughs> diversity is being invited to the party. Inclusion is being asked to dance. So uh -huh. I always think about that when I think of diversity and inclusion, you know, fostering a team environment, um, you know, just to have trust, no matter your background or how you were brought up, you know, all of us as a whole equal, you know, a successful mission. Mm -hmm. So we, we need to break down those barriers of, you know, you don't look like me or you didn't come from the same background as I did, um, because we can learn from each other to, right. you know, have mission success. Oh, yeah. 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 I guess uh, we all have to be, uh, you know, like a like a sponge and soak all that good information in to uh, really uh, grow as individuals. So you make a very good point in that regard. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we, we liaison and, you know, we deal with our local law enforcement partners, our community uh -huh. members, our base population. So, so that's, it's, I would say it's definitely a foundation for us as OSI agents to understand, you know, that diversity and inclusion is, is important to, to keep the mission going and to oh, be successful. Yeah. yeah. Very, very well said, Giselle. Uh, now let's, let's put, uh, your uh, recruiting hat on here just for a second for this next question. Uh, what advice would you give someone who wants to join OSI? How would you tell them to kind of maybe prepare themselves for a life uh, maybe as, as a special agent um, and, and, and based on, you know, your experience and what you've mm -hmm. learned and what you've gleaned from, uh, uh, you know, coming up through the ranks yourself? Um, so I would say, so always, you know, OSI being a special agent, um, it's not always a, a pleasant day, right? We deal with a lot of folks on their worst day. Mm -hmm. um, so I would just say, find find your why. You know, why why do you want to do the job 
that you're doing? Why do you want to be a special agent? Why do you want to be a part of OSI? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that why will help whatever, you know, everyone has a different why, right? Why did you join the Air Force? Um, So finding finding your why will help you get through those difficult uh, parts of the job. Uh Uh-huh. So what was what was your why? My why was yeah. right now it's my family and again <laughs> going back to <laughs> you know making a name for myself. You know, uh-huh. I wanted to to be successful and to show people you you can do no anything, you know. The sky's the limit. Um if you if you put your mind to it, you will succeed. Very, very good. And it sounds like, uh, you know, you're doing it the right way, too. Uh, you've met the challenges, you've overcome them, and uh, uh, you're, you're, you're growing as a result of it. So uh, uh, kudos to you, Giselle. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Our guest has been Special Agent Giselle Gilbert, the superintendent at the OSI Phoenix, Arizona field office. Giselle, thanks again for taking the time to be with us. It was great to talk to you today. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. And thanks to all of you listening for tuning in. For OSI Today, I'm Wayne Amon saying so long for now.